Danny Blanco, my man, how you doing? Your dreams have now been fulfilled. You're now rocking with the best. It's your boy, Randy J. Cruz, alongside me. You know who it is. The NBA Whisperer, <laughs> Danny Blanco. Ooh, it's going to be a conversation tonight. We That's got a right. guest in the building. Randy, talk to us. That's right. Joining us here on the podcast, we got senior lead NBA insider at Bally Sports, my man, Scoop B. Robinson, Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. B, my man, how you doing? I'm blessed. I'm glad to be in the flesh with two gentlemen to my left and to my right, making magic happen. Thank you so much, as always, for having me. No problem, man. You can find Denny Blanco on both IG and Twitter at Sir Denny Blanco. Find Scoop Robinson on Twitter at Scoop B. Uh, find myself, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J-C-R-U-Z on both IG and Twitter. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on Amazon Music and YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. So, Scooby, once the playoff bracket was out and about, I said there's only a handful of guys I could reach out to and would, would respond to me in a quick time to say, you know what? If you're doing a show, I got you. Let's do it tonight. Playoffs are here. Uh, the bracket is out. Eastern Conference, Western Conference. Before we get into the matchups, Scoop, um, what's your take on this current bracket right now? Like, not the individual. Like, did you see when the season started? Are these the exact teams you thought was gonna make the entire bracket right now? Are we talking playing? or Are we talking uh, playoffs? Play. Uh, Everything involved. Play in with the playoffs. Play, yeah. Play Sacramento, in playoffs. I didn't see. And if, if, if I said I did, then I'd be a liar. Um, I, I'm i happy for the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, you know, covering the finals and, you know, spending some time with Mike Brown uh, after he accepted the job. And, you know, and, and we talked about just how excited he was for the opportunity staying in, in Northern California um, and, and getting a, a legitimate uh chance again to to be a head coach he sat on that warriors bench for a while as as a as an assistant and you know there were some some cards that were shuffled in the offseason with you know kenny atkinson ultimately staying with the warriors and not accepting the job with the charlotte Hornets. so mm. um it was a matter of time before there'd be some guys that would move up at some point you see Kenny's name again in, in, in different discussions as far as head coaching vacancies but uh, really and truly I'm, I'm happy for mike brown i'm happy for uh, the Sacramento Kings, um, and I'm glad to see Darren Fox uh, get uh, his just due. I, I think when you look at Fox and when he was drafted, everybody was on the Lonzo Ball train uh, for for obvious reasons. Um, I was glad to see Darren uh, get the better hand of of Lonzo a couple of years ago in the NCAA tournament, um, but now he gets the upper hand um, as you know a, a, a representative of the Sacramento Kings alongside uh, the Mata Sabonis and others on that team. So. Um, I, I think that's what I'm happy for. Um, as far as some of the other teams in the Western Conference specifically, um, I I thought that the Lakers um, at the beginning of the season would have been about a six, fifth or sixth seed. Um, and I said that at the beginning of the season, a lot of people thought I was crazy. Um, I, I felt that the Lakers had the personnel, even with Russell Westbrook on that team at the time. Uh, they just had two ball-dominant uh, guards, if you will, mm. and LeBron that just needed their own team. So, you know, they're separated by a hallway now. And uh, I, I look at the Lakers and I look at the Clippers respectively as two teams that have grinded it out all season. I'm really glad to see um, my, 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 my brother Darvin Ham uh, 
coach to completion because, I, I, you know, they put him in a situation uh, that at the beginning I felt was unwinnable in the eyes of the public opinion. Many people um, would, would dream of, of, of being at the helm of the Los Angeles Lakers organization. But under those circumstances, uh, over the last couple of years, post-bubble and more, it wasn't ideal. Um, and I think that when you look at the standings, probably the thing that I'm, I'm, um, I, I look at that I, I think we should examine is the Warriors – um, how low they are uh, in the standings, and a lot of it has to do with with injuries. I mean, you, you've you've had Steph Curry out for some time. I know everybody talks about Zion Williamson in New Orleans being out for some time. Steph Curry was out for some time this season too. Mm-hmm. Um, and really and truly, when I look at this Warriors team, uh, they remind me in some aspects of what they were last season. Like they were without Klay Thompson for much of the regular season, and he got healthy and did what he needed to do. And you look at this season this year. Start out the season with fights with Jordan Poole and and, and Draymond, and then you know out in and out with with, with uh, Steph and James Wiseman, um, you know, more and um, just a lot of just that is um, what the storyline of an NBA team is. But um, I, I'm glad to see Sacramento win. I, I hope to see the Warriors and the Lakers uh, move past the first round. Um, I, I think the Lakers have the personnel to do so. I so too do think the Clippers do, and still got to give your just due to the Denver Nuggets who have endured all season. But we'll see what happens when they're battle tested in the playoffs. So I'll get one more in before Denny goes. So staying on Sacramento, you know, me and Denny have mentioned Sacramento quite a few times on this show, even like in in November, December, very early. Like, hey, this Sacramento team is obviously young. They're fun, energetic. Could they make a? Could they make any playoff run when that time comes? And, And listen. Them making it, them making the playoffs is one thing, but you're the three seed. That is like holy shit. You you're above the, the Suns and the Clippers and the Warriors, even the Mavericks who are not even in the fucking playoffs. Um, could this be a situation where? And I asked Dennis this, Dennis this off the air that you're taking a Warriors team, defending champion, going through a lot of injuries and personal stuff, but but now they're back together and a, and a hot nucleus team like Sacramento, very young. Could this be a changing of the guard kind of moment if like Sacramento was to kind of propel over Golden State in the first round? I'm not sure if it's a changing of the guard. I think it's a situation where um... – I think I think we as consumers of basketball, aside from what we do professionally, we as consumers of basketball, I think oftentimes we editorialize the the, the task at hand. I think if if we go into a situation where the Sacramento Kings were to beat the Warriors, I, I, that's one series. Um, mm-hmm. Just like just like I feel like last year, if the Memphis Grizzlies had beaten the Warriors, we'd have the same conversation. Um, I, I have often felt, and I've shared this with Draymond Green this season. Um, I look at the Warriors this season, and I think they're this generation San Antonio Spurs. Um, it, it, to put it in in hood terms, they're literally the roach that just won't die. <laughs> I like um, it. I like to it. Put it. To put it in professional terms, <laughs> to me, me the the Warriors are that team um, that that are the YMCA team that's forty and up. That those young twenty somethings think they could just come in and beat that forty something team. And the forty-something team waxed the floor with them. Um, I, I really think that okay, if the Kings beat them this year, great story. Um, but the, the Warriors still have proven being a bottom seed um, last season 
that they could still go in and beat 20-somethings. They did that in the finals last year. And you saw that a couple decades ago where the Spurs would just pop in 07, 05, uh, 2013, 2014, like, yeah. and then they added pieces, like they added Kawhi, you know, and then he ended up going somewhere else. So I, I think even if if Sacramento were to beat them, I mean, I, I think the Warriors still won last year and they can still come back mm-hmm. the following year and do some of the same things. So I, I think we're at that point with the Warriors. They're the modern day San Antonio Spurs. All right. Danny Blanco. Sir, that's a fair, that's fair. I, I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, I'm like, that San Antonio Spurs is known for consistency, championship pedigree, and that's what they have. So, uh, what I want—you said a lot because I'm thinking as you were talking, I was thinking about just you know asking so many questions, but I wanted you to finish. But you know, the Lakers got some new pieces. I mean, you got you got some pieces, new pieces there. So I was just telling Randy, I said I don't know if they played. We said two months. I don't know if they played enough. To have this, uh, you know, to go far or deep in the playoff, uh, this playoff run this year. I don't know if they have enough. And then you mentioned Sacramento and this matchup here with Golden State. Uh, Sabonis is going to get a, a going to be a, it's going to be a lot of Draymond Green for Sabonis. Going to be a lot of Draymond Green, <laughs> and uh, that that championship pedigree is going to lean on Sacramento. Does Sacramento have enough, cha- uh, you know, playoff pedigree to actually co- overcome that? I don't know. Um, but you mentioned all of that, and I say all that to say, do you think the the Lakers even let's say hypothetically speaking, because I see obviously they played with Minnesota the first play yeah. Minnesota. Let's say they get past Minnesota. Then they, do get they have enough to get past the Memphis Grizzlies. Hmm. What do you think? I think there there's there's a few layers. Um, first of all, when you talk about the Lakers and them spend, not spending enough time together or, you know, post-trade and more, um, one of the things that I think they had the benefit of uh, is being a team playing without LeBron and being then becoming a team with LeBron. And this is a team that's played without Anthony Davis. This is a team that's played without LeBron. This is a team that's played with both LeBron and Anthony Davis with a new team. This is a team that has uh, gone through the struggle. This is a team that's been pretty efficient the second half of the season. I, I read something um, that said that the Lakers had the best record in the NBA season overall since the second half of the season. I don't remember exactly what the record was. Did I tell you um, that, Denny? Did I tell you that? But, but I, I feel like um, I spent some time um, with the Lakers last week. Um, in Houston and, and caught up with some of the players. Um, I was go- I went as a fan, but I was in the back, and I caught up with some of the stars. I caught up with some of the coaching staff. I caught up with some of the role players. Um, and I said this to to one person within the organization. I said, um, y'all, I really think that y'all have the potential, if healthy, to make it all the way. And they said to me, we do too. Um, and I said, Y'all are really shining in these streets. And the response to me was, we're shining because the people who are there actually want to be there. And my response was, well, the people who don't want to be there, one of them is down the hall. And they said to me, like I said, the ones who want to be here, they're here. The ones who aren't, they ain't. Mm. Take that for what that is. 
Um, but I also think that they upgraded. I mean, Vanderbilt to me defensively um, has has been a gem. Uh, D'Angelo right. Russell, I think, takes pressure at times as the primary ball handler off LeBron. Um, I also like um, some of the other pieces on, on that team. Um, but Beasley has been has been good. Like I, I really think like there's a lot of pieces there that 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 trade benefited both the Lakers and the Kings. Um, but I also think that LeBron got extra rest. Um, he told me last week he feels good. He's taking his time. And um, AD shared similar sentiments uh, with me just about his journey. I know there's been a lot of people who have, have been critical of his ability to um, stay healthy. And I think part of it is because I think both AD and LeBron have, have been dependent on to do more than just be AD and LeBron. Um, and I think now they have some reinforcements and I, and I think they legitimately have a full figured team um, from top to bottom, even their role players. I mean, you added a rebounder, Mo Bamba. You, you added a role player uh, just recently with Tristan Thompson, the guy who's, you know, been a championship ready um, and, and has participated in many uh, championship uh, situations. Kind of reminds me of Mitch Richmond or John Sally on Lakers teams, Horace Grant and more. Um, it's just a matter of gelling. And, and um, you know, there's a lot of personality on that team. And um, to me, there's just things that just give me um, experienced vibes, even if they are figuring it out in the second half of the season. Hmm. Migo, you then you want to go? Randy, please. Randy, please. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll, I'll go here. Um, before the air started, we mentioned two series that we are really in love with in the first round. Obviously, Sacramento and Golden State is one of them. And uh, us being New Yorkers, the other one is the Knicks and the Cavaliers. I think those are the two best on paper. Like, wow. Like, I'm watching every single game. You know, I'll watch Phoenix and the Clippers. I'll dabble in with, you know, whatever the other one is. Uh, Philly and Brooklyn. Philly and Brooklyn. Comes down to New York, Cleveland, and Sacramento Warriors in the first round. Um, let's shift to, to Cleveland and New York real quick. Um, we know the story. Donovan was and talks about being traded to New York that he wasn't. Then, like, he goes to the Cavaliers and – the Knicks keep everybody, but they they signed Brunson. They thought he they overpaid for him, but it looked like that was the best free agent signing in a very very long time by any team in the NBA. Uh, should have been an should have been an All Star bar none. Uh, but we are here. Knicks are fifth, Cavs are fourth. You can't you can't make this shit up. You can't write it any better. Um, how much are you looking forward to this Cavaliers Knicks series in round one? I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be an interesting and competitive. Uh, matchup mainly because I, I think this is the series that um, showcases a lot of the future of the NBA in the youth movement that there is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I really think that one of the things that I'm excited from a Knicks perspective is uh, R.J. Barrett blossoming. Um, you've seen him for years um, really be consistent in spite of the the losing that has taken place for years uh, at two Pennsylvania Plaza. Um, the other day, it was either Sunday or over sometime over the weekend, you just really saw him um, and his connectivity with Obi Toppin. Um, and Obi played well in Sunday's game um, the other day. But throughout the course of the season, I mean, you've seen Quigley uh, be Quigley and, and, and arguably uh, a candidate for the NBA's uh, sixth man of the year. That's right. Um, you and you've seen other guys like Grimes step up. Um, Mitchell Robinson, when healthy, is, is is part of that 
that that fold um, within the Knicks organization under Tibbs. Um, you know, you look at last season and you, you saw glimpses of what their young youth movement could be, um, and you you see it in real time. Uh, the Jalen Brunson factor to me uh, made all the difference in the world. So much so um, that that's the reason why a huge reason why I believe the Dallas Mavericks are in flux the way that they are um, because he he along with uh, Spencer Dinwiddie were so uh, much part of the the inner fabric of uh, the Dallas Mavericks because you saw last season during the playoffs when Luca was dealing with a calf injury. Um, you know, they stepped it up in his absence at times uh, against the Utah Jazz and, and yeah. others. But um, I, I'll add, you know, I had a conversation with um, a player uh, on a championship team, and they, they said to me um, the, the whole Kyrie factor uh, as it relates to bringing him into Dallas. You hope to keep Luka happy, um, and I'm sure that was why Dallas did it. But if you really look at it, Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, or Kyrie, any day of the week, you're going to pick Kyrie because he's an all-star. But ultimately, is that enough for Luca and and others to stay? Because you know when you when you look at the Dallas Mavericks, um, to me, Luca and Kyrie uh, offer both some of the same things, at least on paper on the floor. And I think you have to shift Luca more to a three position than point guard position, but I still think they need a one to balance it out. A lot what James Harden did with Brooklyn in the short stand he was there. But to go back to, you know, the whole Knicks thing, you know the storyline with with um with with Donovan Mitchell. Um I, I think what makes this Cavs team very interesting is this. Um even without Donovan Mitchell, uh the Cleveland Cavaliers were still um an explosive team. Um they really just added uh if 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 the if the Cleveland Cavaliers were a taco Donovan Mitchell literally was just the guacamole and the Taco Bell mild sauce um, that you needed uh, to complete the taco. They were already a made team. Um, and I really think that that trade between Utah and Cleveland benefited both C- Cleveland in the now and Utah in the future. Um, I-, I think that Donovan Mitchell, to me, um, has has he has he he's made the playoffs every year since he's played. But I think now that he's further east, he gets more of the national attention um, mm. that Utah may or may not give have given him, but I also what I find interesting in this in this situation is while we see Donovan Mitchell excelling in Cleveland, um, the what we've also been revealed well what has been revealed to us is some of the things that people were quietly talking about in Utah about Rudy Gobert as recently as over the weekend. Now you're seeing Donovan Mitchell shine in Cleveland, and you're seeing Rudy Gobert uh, in a very interesting situation. Uh, with an, a very easygoing Kyle Anderson. Um, and yeah. I, I say that when you look at Cleveland and when you look at the New York Knicks, um, I, I think that this is a matchup of the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, had Donovan Mitchell co- come to, to New York, I, I can tell you that Carmelo Anthony would have been a member of the Knicks. Um, and Julius Randle might not be there right now. But Julius Randle is there, and he's been shining, and he's been proving a lot of New York critics wrong. And I really think that this is a Knicks team that's been has been pretty impressive throughout the course of the season, and, and a season at the beginning where you know many people thought it was Brooklyn or bus. It's been it's been Manhattan who's been uh, making it happen. You know, Manhattan keep on taking it, Brooklyn keep on making it. But at the end of the day, uh, I think that this is great for the city that both uh, the Knicks and the Nets are are in the playoffs and they're both young, exciting teams that I, that I enjoy watching. Yep. Denny. 
Uh, this is for both of you guys and everyone watching. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm having a difficult time. Usually I I can kind of gauge where some of this uh some of the you know some of these teams are going. I can usually see where the where the light is at the end of the tunnel, but because of health, I'm gonna have a difficult time. Not probably until maybe game one of the first round after the play-in. I'm probably not gonna tell you where these teams will possibly go because I don't know who's going to be really healthy or not for the long term. What say you guys? Am I going crazy? Go ahead. You want to go for Go ahead, B. Go ahead, B. Well, here's the thing. So, you know, when everybody talks about the NBA's Eastern Conference, they've made it a foregone conclusion that it's going to just be Milwaukee, Boston, and even Philadelphia. The crazy thing is I felt that um, – Cleveland should be in the conversation and quietly has been. And if that were to be the case, that means that the Knicks would be knocked out in round one. Um, I think that the Knicks have had a tremendous season. I'm still on the fence. Matchup wise, it's, it's kind of like, you know how when you, you know how when you, when, when, when you're watching like the Super Bowl or like the first couple games of the finals, it's a fill out between both teams. Cause, yeah. cause, I feel like that's what's going to be the case with the with the Cavs and the Knicks. Like it's like you playing against somebody in two K. You listen, Denny. You you could have you could have the Suns. I could have Boston. I know you got KD. I know you got Booker. I know you got Chris Paul. But I but I still have Jalen Brown. I, I I still have Jason Tatum. I still have Marcus Smart. But it's going to come down to stops. It's going to come down to defensive efficiency. It's going to come down to big shots. I think the jury is still out on who's going to take it in that series because I think it's just such a potent matchup. Did I did I kind of answer your question? Yes, it's it, yes because it's it's called it's called matchups. It's called coach coaching decisions. It's called injuries. It can go left. It can go right depending on the matchup, depending on injury, depending on what happened. Randy, am I going crazy or are you are you you solidified in in thinking that guys like KD or AD? can stay healthy for a month straight. Um, I, I, to me, I would hope KD stays healthy. You know me. You, you ask me who's my favorite player in the, in the NBA right now is, is, is Kevin Durant. So if there was someone who I would want to see win a championship, it would be him. I know there are some KD haters and, you know, all the Warriors stuff in Brooklyn. I don't care. Kevin Durant is bar none to me when healthy. I love Giannis, I love Embiid, I love Joker, but to me, Katie's the best player in the NBA when healthy. As you've seen it, Danny Blanco, from your, I guess, ex-Brooklyn Nets, uh, not sure if you're a Net fan no more, um, but you've seen it twice when he was healthy. They were second seed, number one seed, and once he goes out, down the drain they go. And we see Kyrie was there and, and James was there, and we saw it just this year. Uh, once Kyrie, um, I think uh, Kyrie got hurt or something. Something happened. KD was balling MVP candidate. Once he goes out, poof. Then that's when they traded Kyrie. They traded Kid Durant. It was a whole big clusterfuck. Um, I'm I'm happy they're in the playoffs. I think talk about trades. That Mikael Bridges trade, like that dude right there, just got unleashed. Was he not? Was he not like allowed to play like this in Phoenix? No, someone want to tell I, me. I, for, for outside looking in, I'm not. I, I don't think it's allowed. But I think when you have Chris Paul there, you got Aiton there, you got Booker there. There's three guys, uh, two maybe two and a half, three guys that will be the offensive load 
before Bridges, but Bridges was the, I guess, the number one defensive stopper on that roster. Now he's unleashed in Brooklyn. He's getting damn near 25, 28 a game. He played 83 games this year. Like, nobody's ever done that. He played every fucking game. School. First of all, he's an East Coast guy. You know, in yes. East Coast producers' guards. Yes. Uh, he's a Philly area guard. He played at Villanova. There it is. Villanova produces guards, right? That's number one. Number two, mm-hmm. I think you, you kind of nailed it on the head when you talked about um, all the other guys that were ahead of you uh, in Phoenix. Um, but I'll add, you know, this is a kid who almost became a 76er. His mother worked for the organization, uh, worked at the, the office in, in Camden, New Jersey. Um, and it was kind of like this level of being upset because he's the hometown kid and he doesn't get to play for the Sixers. And and I feel like it was better that, you know, how some people just can't be home. A lot of players. Growth. Yes. I think that was the case there. And I think he's close to home playing in Brooklyn. Um, but also, I think you're right. I think playing alongside Booker, playing alongside some of those other guys, it stunts your growth. Um, and I kind of feel like he's in this boat like Tracy McGrady was when he left Toronto and went to Orlando. And it took Grant Hill's injury and him taking over. And then you look at James Harden leaving Oklahoma and going to Houston, and it became his team. Same kind of situation there. Didn't Gilbert Arenas leave the Warriors and then become a wizard, and then he took off? Agent zero. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just think sometimes a new scenery um, benefits you. I, I think, And I think the Nets' best chance at winning a championship uh, was foiled because Harden hurt his hamstring. Um, Kyrie hurt his ankle. And Kevin was a took him to Game Seven, and it just it it just it ran his course. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and Kai being from New Jersey, playing for the Nets, that wasn't. Um, and I, it's it's hard to play at home, and and even with that con- commotion, they still came pretty close to um, taking it all away with the Bucks. But I'm not sure if they beat the Bucks if that if if that would have uh, created a championship experience without Harden being healthy. Mm. And, and, and even to me, like real quick before Danny goes, you know, if you plug out Mikhail from Phoenix and you plug in Durant, it's not like Booker's taking away shine from Durant. Like Durant, Durant's gonna get his twenty five thirty. He'll let yeah. he'll let Booker cook before he goes. He understands what's going. Not saying that it's gonna you know Devin Booker's gonna lead my team to a chip or whatever. But I think once you put those two f- players together. And if you look at the look at the the playoff bracket right now, I'm I'm still thinking Phoenix gotta be in the conference finals. I, I, I again, it could be the Warriors, it could be Denver, it could be Memphis. But if you if you got KD and Booker and Chris Paul, it could be the Clippers. I mean, without no without Paul, Paul George, with no Paul George, that that's gonna be extra tough on Kawhi to lead. You still got you still gotta you still have Norman Powell. You still have Bones Russell Westbrook. You have Bones Highland. Um you have at the you have a center. Most teams don't have a Zubac. You got Zubac. You have um you 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 bought in Plumley not as a dominant guard or scorer but as a defensive body definitely like you 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 have um 
You have um, you have pieces. I I really think when you look at the the Clippers roster from top to bottom, they got names. They got names and they got bodies. Yeah, you got Nick Batum that can shoot the deep ball. I, I understand your apprehension, um, but I, I'll say this to you. Um, I, I think we've talked about all of the movement and the commotion that has been the NBA. Um, a couple couple mornings ago, I was on the phone with um, a Hall of Famer who was a top seventy five player who said to me um, that they believe that. Um, all these movements and all these trades has actually created real parity in the NBA. And I think that's why we're looking at the playoffs like the NCAA tournament, because it's gone of the days where it was just LeBron in the finals every year or the Warriors facing whomever. Like it's legitimate parity. We really yeah. do not know. Did you really wake up one morning and say that LSU was going to be the women's champion? No, we thought it was going to be South Carolina. Did we, did we see UConn winning at all? No. And I think that's the same thing with the NBA. Like a couple seasons ago, nobody saw Milwaukee and Phoenix in the finals. Last season, we didn't see the Celtics going to the finals. We ain't see the Warriors going to the finals. Mm. I think there's just more parity in the NBA now. Right. Danny Blanco. No, you, you hit it right on the head. Before you go, please. So me and Randy will stop fighting because I will visit his house and wrestle him to the ground. Uh, your MVP and your sixth man. Good, sir. The MVP in my in my mind is Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, did you ask me the sixth man? Sixth man of the year. I'm torn. Um, oh, I, I think it could come down to. Give me two people. Give me two people. Two, two, three people. Come on. I, I, come on, B. <laughs> he said you should know this. Look, look, look. Look, 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 look. I, I, I mean, you're not going to woo me with that. I, 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 <laughs> Come on. No. Come on. You're going to take Brogdon. You're going to take Brogdon. <laughs> not going to woo me. You're going to take Brogdon. I think that Powell should not be in it because I think he's been out too long, personally. Um, I think Quigley is definitely in the conversation. Um, I think that there's there's other people that are in there. I think Quigley is definitely up there. I think that Brogdon is definitely up there. I don't think it's a clear cut. Um, and I think, and I'll also add this. I, I had this conversation with Jason Terry about a week ago. Um, he asked me who I thought the MVP was. And I said, I said, I, I think it's, I think it's Embiid. And he goes, why? And I said, if I give you an answer and you don't agree, <laughs> so what? I said, because at the end of the day, I'd rather be a champion than an MVP. And I said, I think that these awards are popularity contests anyway. They're not, they're not. They're not indicative upon um, skill set all the time. They're they're indicative upon narratives that you hear every day that get hammered and drilled. Like we sat the past month and people tried to say why Jokic was the MVP and why Embiid is not. And after Kendrick Perkins spoke up and said his piece, people started to really look at Embiid and look at Embiid's anger and his and his ability to really do what he needs to do. And then it was that game against the Warriors where people were saying, well, well, wow, he's the MVP. He always was, in my mind. But I, if I'm Embiid, I'd rather win the championship than be the people's champion. Because if you look at 2004 a few years ago, Dirk Nowitzki got the MVP and they was out. Round one. Right. Or was it KG? It was it was it was one of them. Two, was it KG in 04? KG was 04. Dirk was 07. Yeah, and they both would bounce and they didn't make it to the finals. We were talking about KG went to Dirk. the conference finals that year. Oh, okay. okay. But 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 the Pistons still won the finals in 04. I mean, yeah. I, 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 
Yeah, this this is a regular season award, though. Uh, I hear you, but but everybody thought the Timberwolves were going to win that year. Yeah. Everybody thought the Timberwolves... Yes, Timberwolves were, were a popular conversation just like the Lakers were. I mean, yeah. I everybody- mean, yeah, but... Uh, okay, you still... Time out. Drop, drop my shit over here. You, you still had you still had Shaq. You still had Kobe. That's the year they added Gary Payton and Carmelo. And, and they, were, they were, what, the three? And the Pistons bust their ass. Game work. Game that works. This is us. They ask. I'd rather be an NBA champion than be MVP. But I, but I was telling. Oh, but I was telling. Of course, of course. I've been telling people all the time. Like if people don't understand this concept, like Charles Barkley won MVP and then lost the In championship, right? yeah. and then lost the championship to mm-hmm. Jordan. Karl Malone won MVP and lost the championship. To Jordan, I guarantee you, both of those would want a championship. Of course, and they would say, "Forget that stinking MVP." Trust me. No, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And I also just think, like, listen, I don't have a problem with Jokic. I just think there gets to be a point where people get tired of voting the same person all the time. All the listen, time. If, you, if you go to Sylvia's and Melba's and you eat cod greens every day, at some point, can we have okra? Could we have? Can we have watch there? Access too much, right? Too much access. Listen, like you, you want something different. <laughs> So you so know, so so B staying 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 on that point. Do you think that because we've had MVP convos in the past? I think this year was it felt different because it was an ongoing conversation and it made people feel a certain way with a A, are we really in the territory of giving the same person back to back to back MVPs? That's one. Two Maybe possibly, uh, you know, overlooking someone else's achievements over here, like an MB, or not paying much attention to what he's doing, because we're focused and enamored with Jokic is, is great, two time MVP. I get it, but I think this year was so different because I just felt they they wanted to give it to Joker for a third time, but they weren't really sure who else is out there. And Bead Giannis had the best record. He's 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 one overall, 30-15. You you can make the argument for him. Why did this shit MVP conversation felt different? So to me, the MVP stands for the most valuable player. And when I look at the most valuable player, I think the person who's the most valuable, not just in the league, but also most valuable for their team. Um, when I look at Jokic, I think the difference between this year and last year is the, the tools that they've added to this team. Um, that I think that that team could still compete at points, not the whole season, at points without him, right? When I look at Joel Embiid and I look at what he did in Philly, he really won me over last season when when Simmons won it out. And I was around that team before the trade and after the trade. Um, and, and I really feel like to use a Friday line, he was the epitome of, of, of uh, Baby D. The police didn't know when to kick the door in. He did hair, soul, weed, and babysat at the same time on that Sixers. <laughs> when I look at the Sixers and I look at what Joel Embiid has done, he literally playmakes, he rebounds, he assists, he's the vocal leader. Um, and I feel like um, this is a team that's added pieces. You added DeAnthony Melton. Um, you, you you added you had Tobias. You you know what George Niang can do. Um, I think even what and I think even Harden has had has toned down his game some to compliment him, which has been an asset. I I really think that Embiid not only won me over when that whole Ben Simmons stuff was going on last year, but he also won me over when he wore that mask and he tried to carry that team. 
and he's been a staple in Philadelphia. He cried in 2019 when Kawhi hit that hit that game winner and they went to the finals. Like he really has embodied what the city of Philadelphia is, and I don't think he's there's been anybody in Philly, individual player wise, that has been as beloved as Embiid since Allen Iverson. Um, and I think the thing about Embiid that stands out is. You know, you've looked at big men, you've looked at small forwards, you've looked at power forwards who have played Moses Malone, you've looked at uh, Charles Barkley and more. Um, he is literally uh, he moves like a like a like a guard as, as it relates to like big men are, are there's very few big men who are characters. Shaq had it mm-hmm. right. But most big men are big, clunky, silly and doofy and be he he moves like a slim, thick girl in the NBA like he's just different. Like I, like I, I don't know how to put it the other way, but I, I feel like Embiid's value to that team um, cannot be matched. Um, and I think, while I think Jokic is, is is an impressive player, like he pretty much leads the team in every statistical category. Mm-hmm. I, I also was there when Embiid and, and Jokic played against each other uh, in the regular season in Philadelphia, and Embiid did work. If you if you constantly want to favor Jokic, that's cool. But when you look at the tail of the tape, when they played against each other, and B did work, mm-hmm. bow, he work, work. Bow, work. Bow. So you you can say what you want. I just think I just think I think he's there, man. I think he's been there. This year, it's been undeniable. And you know what, B? I, I think if MB does not get hurt last year, oh for sure, he should have won yeah. last year as well. Which scoop? I was gonna say. The 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 two things that I was on the fence, you know, was going on trying to see was with you know MB would land with the MVP. The two things that did it for me was the straight up matchup you just mentioned, straight up matchup. He busts his ass, straight up, won. straight up, no, 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 straight up, every possession, straight up it was work. Yeah. And then the second thing was when he started affecting the defensive end even more. Chase down blocks, uh, helping on defense. The man is the man is very different. I mean, unless we're going to talk about you know just the the centers that we've seen in the past x amount of years in the NBA. Randy Scoop, yes, he is a unicorn for a center. We've never seen a center, and is that a fair statement? We've never seen a center like this ever in the history of the NBA. True or false? Is that fair? Is that a fair statement? I would say so. Yeah. Joel Embiid, because yeah. you add that three point, you yeah. add that three point shot, school. The only, I mean, I've, I, I'm with you. I think the because I feel like you see glimpses of different people. Everything, like, like, like you see, you see Hakeem's footwork, but you see Allen Iverson's dribble. You see, um, you see, you see some of Patrick Ewing's footwork in mm-hmm. Embiid. Um, I, to to kind of punctuate it, I, I think Joel Embiid is the 76ers is um. LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Boom. I, I think right. that's the only way you like he's your 99 build a build a player. Like, like that's the only way I can really describe it. Mm. He does it all. He does it all. Randy, he does it all. Yo. So before I be, I let you go. I'm I'm gonna go through this uh playoff bracket. You let me know who you got. Uh Ooh. so uh tomorrow night, the NBA playoff uh playing. Real quick, um I, I think you are in favor of this, but um, talk to me real quick about the the, the addition of the playing format. Are, are you are you for that? I, I know some older heads might be like, nah, keep it tradi- uh, traditional. But I think it's I think it's I think it's a, a great idea for. It. What do you think? 
personally, I don't like it, but oh, <laughs> wow, man. Man. I'm a basketball pe- but but I'm but I'm not one of those. I, I guess I, I'm I consider the old head at this point. <laughs> I'm the type of person that still likes the, the the NBA logo on the shoulder, um, but I also know the bills got to be paid, um, and I'm also realize that you got a whole week off of just no basketball true um and you and you're able to keep people engaged and enveloped into what it is so i, I get the process um but it's the basketball life for me that's like ugh, listen bro they don't even put the playoff decal on the floor no more you know how much that means to me mm-hmm. they put it on on the the padding the bat the the, the 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 no i want it on i want it on the floor i want the big trophy on the floor it's not real I want the, the trophy floor. decal for the finals in the middle of the floor. You know that it's it just just the visuals, the visuals. Mm-hmm. You don't give me no more. How can you tell it's a playoff game and there's no fucking decal on the floor? <laughs> it's different. It's different. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, the bills, bills, bills got to be paid. But you know, I, I personally right. okay. I, uh, I, playing playing game one, Atlanta at Miami. I like Atlanta. Ooh. Damn, already upset already. Okay. Why? Why Atlanta? Quick. Why Atlanta? Um, because I think they have something to prove after almost going to the finals two years ago. Um, I spent about 10 days with the Hawks um last month. Um and really just told a lot of stories. You'll be seeing some stuff coming out in, in this this coming week, just in the journey. I really feel like um this is a put up or shut up for John Collins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's worked out a lot with Kyle Corver uh, on his shooting. Um and I really feel like there's new life. In Atlanta with their new head coach and Quinn Snyder, um, and and I really feel like at points this season they were playing beneath their privilege, um, and and now in their nine player rotation, um, I, I I see them you know taking a step and really avenging losing to Miami last year if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Minnesota at the Lakers. I like the Lakers. Uh, Wednesday we have Chicago at Toronto. I know, I know, I know. You can't wait for that matchup. <laughs> I, like, I got Chicago. Chicago. Uh, o- OKC New Orleans. I might go. I might go OKC. I might go. That's OKC. a tough one. Um, I, 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 um, I might go OKC. I like OKC. Um, mm. I, I spent some time with them last month also, um, and really got to know just their personnel and their story. Mm. Um, and I think one of the things that has really impressed me is uh, they have two Jalen Williamses, um, but I also like Josh Giddy. Um, and I also Giddy. Giddy is the truth. Um, I, I like Oklahoma in this series only because I think um, they're the surprise. They're the they're the David to 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 New Orleans is Goliath at this point. Mm-hmm. But but if New Orleans won, I wouldn't be surprised. Brandon Ingram has been playing exceptional basketball. C.J. McCollum has been playing like an All Star or season. Um, but I I look at New Orleans this year, um, how I look at the Hawks and what I think the Hawks are coming out of. I think that the, the Pelicans really got a fast start under Willie Green. And I, th- excuse me, I think the Pelicans got a fast start under Willie Green, just like I think that the Hawks got a fast start under um, Nate McMillan uh, mm-hmm. defensively, went toe to toe with the Knicks with the exact same record. Um, but I, I think that they're missing something. And I think part of it is uh, Zion being out. Um, but also, I, I think that Oklahoma City just has that confidence really in the last month. They've really elevated. So, I would be surprised either way, but I, I'm pulling for Oklahoma in this one. 
All right, here we go. Uh, the main matchups, uh, Brooklyn, Philadelphia. Who you got and how many games? Um, I have Philly in six. Six, okay. Okay, I, I say Philly in five, but all right. I say, all right, five. Um, who else we got here? I'm looking at it right now. Sacramento Warriors. The Golden State Warriors. And, and five. Wow. Damn. No love for Sacramento, huh? Clay, Clay. <laughs> um, Phoenix and the Clippers. Gonna bet on KD. I got the Clippers in seven. Oh, scoop! Come on, man. Clippers in seven. I you, like that. I don't want. I like that. You want Durant? You want Durant? Like that? You want Durant out in the and Booker in the first round? He's talking about what he sees. Uh, I, I, listen, this is what That's he what does. I'm just saying, like as a fan, I, I like I like the Clippers in seven and and without Paul I George, which, without Paul George now. I said seven, right? Yeah. I ain't say four or five. Okay. He said seven without I heard you. Maybe you do that. I heard yeah, you. New Paul's gonna be out for the series, so. But yeah. I, I, I still don't think that the Suns are done building. Um, That's what I'm I, saying. And, I, and I'll say that I, I um, know that Kyrie has a desire to team with Kevin Durant again, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if you saw that in free agency this offseason. It, it's one of the options. I'll say. I won't say it's a foregone conclusion. If you follow my reporting, you know what I know. Um, but in this instance, you asked me specifically about the playoffs. I like the Clippers in seven. Okay. Scoop just coming around, just dropping nuggets left and right, having us think a little too hard. Ooh, okay. I love you, Scoop. I love you. This is what we call a little 20-second timeout. So, okay, <laughs> if this if this was to happen, you talk about, okay, we were talking hypothetical here. The Kyrie's a free agent. He wants mm-hmm. to team with, team with Durant again. Durant is in Phoenix. Chris Paul is in Phoenix. Help me, tell me, tell me, am I wrong? Is CP a free agent after this year or no? I don't think so. So he he he'll still be on the contract. Mm-hmm. So you talk about maybe possibly Kyrie signing with the Suns to play with Durant. I think there's a few options on the table for Kyrie Irving. Combination, yeah, last, combination of what I know. Um, me, me I and Benny said Miami last week. So. The thing about the Miami Heat thing is I think it will make perfect sense specifically uh, because he and Jimmy Butler um, are friends. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think, um, number one, Miami has to want to offer that to him. Um, I know that Miami was in the conversation this past offseason as a team, as a potential destination uh, when Kevin Durant did request a trade and Kyrie was kind of figuring out his next moves. Um, specifically to your question about uh, the Suns, um, I know that championships um, and and but being happy, uh, the balance of that is something that is of interest uh, to Kyrie. I'll add um, that I don't want to mess up anybody's money, um, but I but I do know um, that if it's not just about money, you 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 do stay uh, put with the Dallas Mavericks in this instance. Number one, you have a relationship with Mark Cuban. You have a relationship with Nico Harrison going back to the Nike days. You have a relationship with Jason Kidd. But it would also depend on what they filled the Mavericks with this this, this offseason. They lacked the power forward and center position. And a lot of guys were figuring out some things on the fly and just watching Luka and Kyrie just dribble the basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if Dallas is not an option, you do look at Phoenix and you do look at – 
you take a smaller deal, um, you, you, you're able to win and you can preserve yourself because you have uh, a, a two point guards and, and Chris Paul or you sag Kai off the ball and you let Chris Paul run it. But also here's the other thing. The Nets and the Suns were having conversation at the trading deadline, and they were and the Suns were trying to get both Kyrie and Kevin Durant this past off this this past uh, trade deadline. It didn't go down like that. The Nets were having conversation with the Suns about Chris Paul, um, and th- and that was floating around quite a bit. And I talked to a couple people after the trading deadline, and they told me that that was a conversation uh, the Phoenix and Brooklyn were having. Now, here's some other things you may want to look at. You look at China. You know, a lot of people make jokes online about you better learn Chinese, buddy. There's a market for Kyrie Irving, and there's there's a guy that people often compare Kyrie to in Stephon Marbury. They say that he still that he has a similar trajectory uh, as Stephon. And Stephon ended up uh, really rebounding his career, at least in the eyes of public perception. And I also think that my brother Stephon uh, does deserve to be a Hall of Famer because it's not just about your play in the NBA. Facts. It's about your impact in college. It's your impact in high school as well as the NBA and, and overall. So I feel like if you vote Yao Ming in because of his impact in China, you also got to consider Stephon Marbury for his impact in China as well as high school. Yeah. After all, they did make the movie He Got Game about him. But to go back to my point about Kyrie Irving, China is also um, an, an option you may want to consider. So I know Phoenix is a conversation. Um, I also think Dallas is safe if you have that rapport with some of those guys over there. But I don't think that staying in Dallas is the only option. Phoenix is something that in the NBA world that is being discussed. Hmm. And that's why they call you school B, right? <laughs> uh, I hear a couple things, but you know, man, I, I'm, I'm following my passion and doing what I need I, to do. I hear that, brother. I hear that. Um, yes, Last, uh, real quick, last first round matchup: Cavs, Knicks. What we got? He about to hurt Randy feelings. He about to hurt Randy feelings, and that's all right, school because we love him. You know, we, we still family. Not you know gonna, I, mean? I, got, I, got, I know I how you Cavs. feel, Danny Blanco. I I know how you I'm feel. Cavs and six. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. All right, <laughs> we're gonna fast forward. Scoop, who do you have in the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, I have the Celtics in the finals, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, mathematically, can we do Celtics and and Bucks in the Conference Finals? Yeah. Yes, the one and the yeah. two seed. Yeah. Yes, I do have. I have the Celtics uh, and and the Bucks in the in the Conference Finals. So again, so no no Philly again, no Philly. It's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see what the, the matchup with between. Uh, uh, Boston and Philly, because I mean, Embiid's Embiid's going to be a problem for mm-hmm. Boston, a huge problem for Boston. It's going to be very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a 76ers finals though. I went to college in the area; It'd be cool to come home. But at the same time, um, I do like the Boston Celtics uh, in the finals, um, and I and I really think um, you know there's been conversations just about their 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 defense and how it's changed between. Missoula and versus, you know, Udoka. But I think the biggest factor for the Boston Celtics will be Robert Williams III's health. Um, and I think that if the Celtics don't have a healthy Robert Williams III, it's going to be very difficult uh, because Brooke Lopez on the Bucks side of things is going to wreak havoc uh, both defensively. He's played very well this season for the Bucks, um, And also you got to have a healthy Chris Mildred in order to seal the deal as well. All right. So you, have, you, you got Boston in the NBA Finals as well? I do. All right. To win it all? No, j- j- just, just to finals. get there. Just to get finals. there. NBA oh, yes. Finals. NBA Finals. Yeah. NBA okay, finals. so now who's in your Western Conference Finals? 
<sighs> yeah, this 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 is what I'm waiting for, buddy. This is what I'm waiting for. I got the Warriors. Okay. So hold on, hold on. So, I mean, did you had them getting through Sacramento and, and Memphis through, and, 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 Memphis. and Memphis or LA, obviously. Or, Memphis and uh, LA. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. And mm-hmm. who? Um possibly the Suns. You just said Clippers in, in seven, bro. You're right. I did say that. <laughs> no, that's right. I did say that. But that's no, right. let me go back. Let me go back because I did say that. Go ahead. Um, I don't know. I, maybe the Nuggets. The Nuggets and the Warriors. That I will say. Okay. The Nuggets and the Warriors. Right. Mm-hmm. Y'all can leave it in. I make mistakes too. No, the hey. Listen. Hey, that's all right. I was just telling you earlier, health is going to be a big issue. I can't <laughs> stick with a team if the guys aren't healthy or pick a team right if the guys aren't healthy and matchups aren't made. You understand? You have to look, you have to look at b- basketball this season like baseball in the playoffs. I think basketball in a lot of aspects has become like baseball. When people talk about days rest, when they talk about relief pitching, when yeah. people talk about um, days off, like I think basketball players get a lot of hell for load management and in, ba- in baseball isn't 181 games or something like that even your biggest star got days off mm-hmm. i just think it's so taboo yeah people talk money they'll get a day off when they don't even request a day off they say oh that's it you ain't playing today what i'm healthy no you out take a day so off I, so i think you know even the fact that we're not talking about paul george right now because he's on the men he's laying down chilling to me that's the the unknown. You know how people in New York say Queens is the unknown. Mm-hmm. To me, Paul George is Queens. You don't know what you're gonna get. Mm. You get fifty cent of LL Cool J. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, we we seen Paul George take that same clip. T- well, not same. But they take they take the Clippers by himself yeah. to the conference finals two years ago without Kawhi. You see, and that's that's the see, and that's the irony. Before we go, that's the irony. Now you have a healthy Kawhi. And no Paul George. Mm-hmm. So it's now great. let's see how far Kawhi takes it, like how Paul George did it without him. We going, yeah, we going to see. We going to see how much Kawhi can handle taking that team. Go ahead, Randy. So B, you got Boston and uh, Denver or um, Warriors in the finals. Is, is, is it a rematch? Warriors in Boston? I got a Boston Celtics. Uh, I got a Celtics Warriors rematch. I and like it. This time we going back to back or we going Boston with the dub? Got Boston with the dub. Okay. Boston gets revenge. Wow. I mean, hey, if that's how it plays out, that's how it plays out, as, as they should. As as, as as they should. But um We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Scoop, we're gonna see. Uh I'm I'm gonna have a plethora of people come on and give us their, their takes and uh finals predictions, and we'll see who matches up better and uh who, who gets the answers right. I mean, right now I probably have Phoenix and the Warriors in the conference finals. I think just from a storyline standpoint, that's like great television. It's, it's like pro wrestling. Like give me Durant, his former team in the conference finals. Let's do it. And give me seven games. I need it. I, I need it. I need it for the coach. I need it. I need it. NBA's the new WWE. <laughs> I need, we, we need, we needs it. For the culture, we need it for the popcorn, yes, the Saturday Night Main Event. We need it for the Royal Rumble, the WrestleMania, all that. We right. need it. We need it. And listen, Eastern Conference, I, I I think I think it's a crapshoot because be the first time in a while where you had more fifty game winners in the Eastern Conference than the Western Conference. Only two teams with fifty plus wins. East you got four. 
So I know yeah. it's injuries and trades and all that, but this year was like really funky where the East was looking better than the Western Conference. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. It's a lot to digest. This could be like lamb chop. We could go on and on, my friends. Some people started singing it, and I know what it was. But ultimately, uh, for 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 a good two months, month and a half, two months of basketball. Well, either way, man, uh, I, I want you to. I know you got an un- uh, upcoming vacation. Go ahead, enjoy it. But uh, also enjoy the playoffs. Going to be fun. Going to be crazy. Uh, definitely love and appreciate every time you come on this on, on this program. Uh, you can follow my man Scoop B on Twitter. Let me get it right at Scoop B. Uh, follow, follow Denny Blanco at Sir Denny Blanco on both IG and Twitter. Myself, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J-C-R-U-Z. Scoop has Boston over the Warriors in the 2023 NBA Finals. Uh, from myself, Scoop B, Denny Blanco, It's in the Game Podcast. Again, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, also on YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. We out. It's in the Game Pod, you heard? Yes, sir.